Hello, Level Uppers. Thanks for checking into a quick hitter episode with my guest, Sam Valentine, where she talks about the importance of a side hustle and building your skills. And hey, if you're on Instagram, follow me at Level of Shea, where I post clips from the podcast, funny videos, and advice from your favorite celebrity artist. See you there. You know, this pandemic has taught me a lot. And like Sam, it has given me time to build skills and offer those skills as services to others. I think one of the biggest things that held me back from doing this before was short-term thinking. If we know wealthy people have multiple streams of income, why don't we start building some of those streams now? Ones that can sustain with or without us, especially as artists where our schedule may be a little flexible or all over the place. So I hope you enjoy this episode as much as I did. And if you've been wanting to build something like this and want to share with me, DM me on Instagram. I would love to hear. Enjoy. And moving to, uh, I mean, making money, you said on a podcast recently, you said you'll die on the hill of having a side hustle. Yes. Like, <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Right. I love that you heard right. that. Yes. Because everyone has multiple streams of income. And as actors, we call them side hustles, but like a side hustle doesn't have to be babysitting or an MLM, right? Like people own real estate as a second stream of income. Like celebrities do Instagram uh, collaborations and posts and uh, all this stuff as streams of income. And I, I don't know a single person who is successfully working as an actor who doesn't do also something else. Even if they're like highest paying, they do like a heavy load of of volunteer work then or something, Mm -hmm. right? Or they're writing a screenplay with someone else or they're consulting or they're coaching or they're, and they might not display it, right? Mm -hmm. They might not talk about it. And like, I'm just captain of the ship of talking about every aspect of my life, but Everyone is doing it. And that, you know, yeah. what is the, the average millionaire has what, like seven streams of income? What's mm. that overused phrase? Yeah. Um, yes. yeah. And I don't know how you could make sustainable money in acting without different streams of income because, like, there are things that we don't talk about. Like, I just heard, I don't know if you listen to Audrey Helps Actors, but she's a great mm. podcast. And okay. she was talking about on an episode today that there is a cap on the amount of money you make in a project that goes towards your SAG health insurance. Hmm. So if you are collecting residuals from the same show for 10 years and you hit that cap of amount of money that can pay into your health insurance, it'll cut off. So you have to have other like either acting jobs to stream that, or you have to have outside funds. So it's like, you can never, you know, there's never what also what a boring life. If you're always just waiting for someone else to give you a yep. permission to make money. Like, I don't know yep. how people, I don't know how you could live like that. So I think yep. yeah. there is also, I think because the reason I am so prominent about talking about this is because when I moved here, everyone's answer to the question, what do you define as success was making their income solely off of acting. Mm. And they said, everyone said it, everyone said it all the time. I said it. I remember I had a mm-hmm. five-year plan with my, <laughs> with my college that we had to fit. Like it was like our basic part of our oh. thesis to graduate and I was like, within five years, I will make my money solely off of acting. First of all, what? <laughs> Second of all, like, that's not true. And no yeah. one does it. So I want to, like, 
rid us of the idea of like being a working actor means only making money off of acting because that's just not a true sustainable plan. Yeah. And that's so interesting because then we want to get out of this nine to five, you know, actors don't want to be in a nine to five, one income stream. And then we're like, oh, we want to make all of our income from acting. It's like, we're doing the same thing. It's just with another career. A hundred percent. We're putting all the eggs in a basket being like, this is the thing. Yeah. (laughs) So when did you discover, you know, to actually start building a side hustle, not just as a dog walker, babysitter, actually building your side hustle? I don't know what that was, if that was your podcast, your blog. Yeah. So yeah. When did you start thinking about that and building that? I never saw myself as an entrepreneur. I never in a million years. I was like always, I want to work for someone else so I can know when to check in and when to check out and like be done with my work. I was not interested in running my own business. Cut to getting into my thirties and realizing that there, all the side jobs I had felt like they had a cap on them in terms of how long I could continue to do them to sustain my acting career. So even though this is just hundred percent in my brain and no one told me this, I thought I cannot babysit much longer and still take myself seriously. Is that true? Absolutely not. People make really good living off of childcare. So like it's complete bullshit that I told myself, but it felt like there was a cap on how long I could continue to do it. So I was trying to find an exit strategy. I was really uh, miserable. I was re- I was working, and it also was, was not enough to sustain my life without working multiple other jobs. So I had four or five jobs at one point, and I was drowning, and I didn't know it. Um, I was that like frog in the pot that you turn up the temperature by one degree, and like I didn't know that I was boiling. I didn't yeah. know that I was going under. And to be honest, there was not a point where I was like, "This has to stop," and I'm stopping it. What stopped me was the pandemic. Mm. What stopped me was 2020 because for the first time ever, everyone was on the same trajectory and everyone was doing the same thing. And that had not been happened my entire career. Also, the government assistance of that extra money for unemployment made it possible that I didn't have to, for the first time, spend a lot of free time working or searching for work. Yeah. So, you know, I hate, I hate saying this because there's so much to it that is so tragic and sad and traumatic, but the pandemic all in all for my effects and purposes changed my life for the better because for the first time I stopped and looked around and I was like, what do I actually want my life to be? Where do I actually want to go? What do I want to do? Where do I want to put my time, energy and money? And obviously acting stuck out the most And then the second thing that stuck out the most was I have this side project that I run for free for actors with One Broke Actress. And it was a podcast and like the platform, but it was pretty small at that point. And it had never occurred to me that that could make money because to me, to earn money in the acting world meant I needed to be booking a lot of acting work. Like I needed to earn the right to give advice to actors. I didn't know anything until I was like a series regular or like whatever the the fake bar I had set in my head. I didn't feel like I was there and I didn't feel like it was attainable. And I realized in the pandemic when no one was working for a couple months, I was like, well, we're all doing the same thing. So why don't I talk about that? And so I started to my next podcast season all about like, what do we do now? How do we pivot? Where do we go from here? And having extra time 
to work on One Broke Actress expanded its reach so much that it expanded my acting career because then I was meeting and talking to other new people and learning things myself. And I realized that there was a place where I could turn this into somewhat of a profitable business for those who wanted it, which would then free up more time for me. And that means I could spend more time giving more free stuff back, right? Because it's an equilibrium. In the pandemic also, I ha- my friend had a podcast as well. And I had had one broke actress for four years, I think, in 2020. And she she asked, she's like, I have, I have too much going on. Will you just like run my podcast for me? I think she paid me like 20 bucks an hour. She was like, is this like, a, a, is it insulting to ask you to run my podcast? I was like, no, I'm so bored. Like, please give me this work. And while I was doing it, I was like, this is really fun. I was like, hey, I have an idea. If you started doing podcasts like this, like we could pivot and add this and we could do that. And I had a bunch of ideas of how it would work. And uh, then someone else came to me and was like, hey, will you give me advice on my podcast? And I was like, oh, wait a second. People are coming to me for this. Is this a job? Can you make this a job? Like, but I'm not an audio engineer. Don't you have to be an audio engineer to make money for editing and running people's podcasts? You don't. (laughs) Once again, Mm -hmm. if you are good at something and you know it, people will pay you to do that job. And you can self-teach yourself in the college of YouTube and you can figure it fucking out. So I started to take on podcast clients. And over the past two years, my friend Ashley, who asked me to do her podcast, we've worked together for so long and we were college roommates and all of this stuff. And she runs businesses. And she asked if I wanted to start a podcast production company. And I was like, there's no way. I don't know the first thing about a business. She was like, what if we just took what you were doing now? And like, we put a website and a structure in place for it. And so the more we built it up, the more we realized this is really legitimate. And now we have different offers. And so now my side like work beyond acting is podcast production and one broke actress. So because of that, because of the pandemic, because I had time to work on other things and figure it out and time to stop and think about what I really wanted my day-to-day life to look like, I realized I really like working at home. We have three Mm -hmm. dogs. So, you know, we realized, I was like, I want to do stuff that I can do on my own time so that I can put acting first. And that took a lot more runway of time than I thought to put the structure in place to figure out what it was to make enough money in order to siphon off some of the workload. So I could move acting up. I'm just now figuring out my day-to-day schedule, but having the time to sit and think about like, I would like to not work until 10 PM at night. I would like to finish around five or six and walk my dogs. And like, I really like having dinner with my husband at home. I really like doing stuff in pockets of time that I like. I like moving at this kind of pace. I like working with clients. I like, and I don't like X, Y, and Z. And taking the time to put that all together has resulted in where I am now, which is um, I'm running the podcast production company and the CEO where I just do a lot of work with clients. And I now have an assistant who does the editing work. Mm. It frees up a lot of my time. I make less money because I pay her, but it's rad and I love it. And One Broke Actress now has workshops we do for new actors to teach them how to survive as an actor. It's not acting. It's like, this is how much it costs to be an actor. This is how much time it might take you to start working. This is what working actually looks like. And we go through all of the basics um, in the Working Actor Workshop. I have a Patreon that has like monthly work and study halls. And, you know, all of these things were built out of like, the first thing I did was create an actor dictionary. 
Mm. I was like, this is important. This is all yeah. facts. This has nothing to do with my opinion. So I feel safe sending it out into the world. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so in creating the actor dictionary with, I had other people proofread it and stuff. That was the first thing I did. And it sold like gangbusters. Mm. And I was like, oh, people, people want to buy stuff from me. <laughs> oh, and so, you know, I have a lot of imposter syndrome for getting money from actors. So everything I do is very centered around knowing how much money and time and energy we have to spend and give. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's kind of where it exists now. That was a very long answer to that question. Did I answer it all? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I love that. And I also relate to that because the pandemic before that, I was working retail and that Oof, just it's a brutal stopped. Job. Yeah, it, it, it was. And yeah, I mean, nine to like eight at night, you know, 9am to eight at night. It's awful. Yeah. (laughs) And And you have to do that to like make ends meet, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. And then the pandemic happened. And then eventually a couple of months later, I decided to move out to Atlanta. And then I worked with a life coach. I was like his, his right hand person, like doing it, learning so much. Um, But then also getting into podcasting because I do have my own podcast. I'm like, I know how to do this. People need their podcast edited. So I I just relate to that a lot. And it it was because of the pandemic. And Mm -hmm. it caused us to, again, slow down. And it's like, oh, wait, what do I like? You know, you said you like to stop your day at 5 p.m. Like, oh, yeah, that sounds great. Whereas Mm -hmm. before you work your day job, then you go and do spend the rest of your time on your art, what you want to do in your career. And like where you can fit it in, right? Yeah. What little energy you might have left. Yes. Yeah. Just like packing everything in. Thank you for listening. I hope you got a little inspiration to take charge of your income and share your valuable skills with the world. I am sure they're needed. I'll leave you with a quote, of course, but first, Could you do me a favor if you haven't already and leave a rating and review on the Apple Podcast or Spotify app? Thank you so much. Today's quote is by Stephen Covey. Your economic security does not lie in your job. It lies in your power to produce, to think, to learn, to create, to adapt. That's true financial independence. It's not having wealth. It's having the power to produce wealth. Oh, that's so good. I love that. Each and every one of us have the ability to become financially free. So let's do it. I'm still there doing it with you. Don't worry. All right, y'all. That's all for today. It's time to level up.